So welcome back to the Iced Coffee Hour, and I lost. But you did great, Graham, and we're really proud of you. Really? I honestly do. Yeah. Seeing you out there in the ring and seeing you walking up, man, I, I don't think I've ever been as proud as you. Oh. Proud of you as I have been in our entire relationship. So. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, it was nerve. It was nerve wracking. Like it's. Uh, it reminds me. Have you ever seen the movie Gladiator? No. You haven't. Okay, so the movie Gladiator, uh, Russell Crowe, well, Russell, his character, whatever, is like back behind the gates, and they're sending out people, and you just see these people get mauled, and it reminded me of a scene like Gladiator because you would see like we we're we we're backstage, and you see everybody, and they're all mm-hmm. like hyped up and like really <laughs> nervous, and you'd see them like. Like people were were really anxious, and you could tell, like uh, you know, they're going into this not knowing what to expect. And so I would see them leave, and then you'd watch it on the monitor. And then it's like a scene from a movie where it's like you see them walk off on the monitor, and you look over at the door, and they're walking back. And uh, I, I won't forget, like you see them walking back. There's like bl- blood on their nose, their whole eyes red, and the one guy was like. Walked in, I think. I think he was walked in by like two guys, like holding him up, walking. Dude, it Wait, sounds like you that? were part. Uh, it sounds like you were part of Fight Club. So yeah. we should probably explain for those of you that don't know what we're talking That's about. True. Yeah, Graham was part of a boxing match yeah. called the Creator Clash. The main card was Ian I Dubs uh, versus Doctor Mike, and yeah. Graham happened to be fighting Michael, Michael Reeves. Reeves. Yeah, and so he's talking about all these uh, popular creators that. Uh, that apparently went out and came back mm-hmm. uh, like looking like warriors, you would say, huh? Yeah, but the one guy, I'll never forget, he was walked back. Um, Do you know who it was? Yeah, it was Ryan. And I remember him being as nervous as I was. And me looking at Ryan and be like, okay, it's cool that he's this nervous, so I'm not the only one. But when he comes back and I see his face just like lobster red, his eye, his one eye was just completely red. Blood was coming out of his nose. Uh, his, his nose was swollen up and there are two people like, you know, two doctors like doing the eye stuff and like t- checking his pulse and stuff like that. And them saying like, Hey, we recommend that you go to the hospital. And I'm like, we were the same level of nervous. And so right after that, I'm like, Oh, did you man. just get more nervous? Yeah. Because I- you see everybody go in there and they're looking fine. And then they come back and they have injuries, every single person. And then I saw uh, Minx and, and ha- Haley just going at it. And I'm like, oh, man. Because I like it's one thing to do a sparring session with the headgear and like, okay, head kind of hurts after you're fine. But this is like the real deal. And everyone is going twice as hard as I would ever expect. So anyway, shockingly, I was so nervous leading up to it that like going up there, I was happy. I was actually really excited because it was going to be done. Yeah, it was the opposite. I <laughs> I never thought because it was like I got rid of all my nerves ahead of time, and I'm like, oh, it's finally gonna be over. Like I felt like this huge sense of relief. So walking there, like getting up on the on the thing, it was like, oh, finally! Like I don't have to stress about this anymore, and just not and just knowing that it was almost over was really relieving. And I was like excited for this almost to be over. And the other thing is that like everyone who walked back was like, I don't really remember what happened. And so I kind of went in there thinking, well, at least something happened. I'm not going to remember it. And it's true. Like, I really, I very little, very little. Cause you're so like, it's, I guess it's just like the adrenaline is like, and they, (laughs) they say it, they say it that like everyone is telling me it's, and oh, you know what it was? I was talking to the trainer. I was, and he was, oh, everyone's getting beat up. And I asked him, I said, why, why is no one like sticking with, like what they learned. Why are they putting their hands down? Why are they doing this? And 
he says, well, when you get up on that stage, everything changes and you have to prepare yourself ahead of time. But there's only so much you could do until you actually get there and your mind will sometimes just blank. That was very true. And as, as much as I went in there thinking, okay, just don't put my hands down, back away, do this, like you know what to do. When you're up there, it's like, it, it's so weird. You go into like this survival mode where you forget everything. It's just like, you're not thinking technique. Uh, do I duck down and do I like nothing? You know what I have to say? You know what I have to say about yeah. the creator clash though? I was at the press conference, which <clears throat> Jack didn't go to. But mm, uh, so I was okay. at the press conference and I read some of the YouTube comments and people said it was a little cringy. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to agree a little bit where, you know, everybody's a creator. They're trying to be funny. They're trying to be entertaining. But once the fight night came and you see the first people go at it, which were dad and Watson, was it? Yeah. Dad and Matt Watson. Yeah. yeah. So, so the, the first match is dad and Matt Watson and they come out. And dad just clobbers him within 20 seconds, literally obliterated him. We knew that one was, uh, we could all see it. We saw dad backstage and he was so hyped up. I mean, he was like doing, like just jumping up and down. And like he had these two guys next to him were like, just like nuts. But I think that's what set the tone for the night. Yeah. Like, because imagine if that didn't happen. I feel like the tone would have been a little bit, you know, a little bit more relaxed yeah. i think that definitely set a tone for the night i felt really bad going into i'm like is that what all of them are gonna be do and, you think that they strategically put all the other fighters like right next to the exit where everyone was leaving the thing so that, the fight so they could see everyone walk out with like the bloody faces and everything no no we had locker rooms so, so you like would just everyone see them walk back there and they'd just be pummeled yes i mean there, were, there was a big locker room and so you'd see the people you'd be like next to them you'd be like all right jack good luck 10 minutes you would come back and you're like a different person. Would the opponents be in the same locker room? They were in the locker room next. So you couldn't go mingle with the opponents or anything? I mean, you could, but all of us kind of, you know, stuck mm-hmm. together. Do you think part of your nerves and the way that you you forgot everything when you were boxing was caused from like ha- having a live audience and it being yes. live streamed? Yeah, it was the pressure of like whatever I do is going to be seen by like, mm-hmm. I don't know how many millions of people. And so that pressure of, just how many people are going to see this? What if I do something? Um, and then also, like, what if I get really hurt? Um, yeah, it changes everything. So, like, I remember the kind of the kind of the first round, and just thinking, uh, my only chance is to get this over with as fast as possible. And like that was, I I thought my only chance. Mm-hmm. But then I remember finishing the first round, and my entire body was numb, and it was a weird experience. But like everything was pins and needles. Like you know when your arm falls asleep. Yeah my entire body and doing one round with with that sort of like rush with the crowd felt like to me doing five rounds of sparring like that last round of sparring i'm like exhausted but even after that was like you're still like you could stand up and you're fine this felt like five rounds plus some and i was like i have to do this four more times like i i I wasn't prepared for that and then before i knew it's like the bell rang again i'm like i'm not ready but you have to and it and that's where I think I went down. Um, you know, I think I just, there's so many things I could have done differently, but at the end of the day, when he got that first punch in. That one big, right? Yeah, yeah. That, there was one yes. big one. Yeah. That, that was the part where I had never been hit like that before. And with headgear, it's, you, you kind of get like ruffled around a little bit, but it's not like that. And I just remember, it's, it's a weird, like, it's not like a crunch sound, but like, like a, 
I guess kind of like a, a crunch. But I remember like uh, I was describing to Alex, like, you know, some of those old cameras where you would like take a picture yeah, yeah. and the, the camera would go bleep, sh, like that. Yeah. That's how it felt. And it went bleep, sh. and uh, I needed like probably 30 seconds to just come to grips <laughs> with like, OK, what's what's going on? What? Because I never in my life been hit like that before. And so when you when like I wasn't prepared for that. But when you have no time and you, you have to like instinctually like, what do you do? Well, technically, you should put your hands like this and duck down. And there's like all these strategic things that you could That's you all out done. the window. Yeah. At that point, it's like, beep, I, your brain kind of like resets, like restarting a computer. That's how it felt to me. It's just like, okay, it needs to reboot. But by the time it was rebooting, it's like, mm-hmm. boom, you get hit again. It's like, you need to reboot. So I think just, you know, and Michael, and, you know, I, I've done my best not to watch afterwards because it's just, I, I just can't watch it. But, you know, I did see a little bit and, uh, his his technicals are really Michael's just remembered everything, and we talked afterwards, and he was saying that after the first round he was really scared, and uh, that really p- made him realize like oh crap like if I don't do something right now I'm gonna lose, and I think his trainer was telling him you have to go harder you have to like this is your chance like Graham will win if you don't make these moves now and he went in so strategic and I think. You could that, see the change in yeah. his form from the first round to the second round. Yes. Because the second round, he was like he was like a little ant. He was like yep. moving all over the place. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I completely ignored was the trainer was like trying to drill into me. The closer you get to him, the lower you have to be. So you can't stand up if you're close. If you're, you got to crouch down, and it makes you a, a harder target. Um, forgot that. But he was doing that. I mean, and so that second round for him his technicals were amazing then we talked afterwards and uh you know and i didn't want to ask him this ahead of time because i didn't want to psych myself out but i'm like how much have you been sparring a lot like about a dozen times and one of the sparring sessions was with uh who he said it was like a 14 year old boxer but like a professional like some world champion on track to be a yeah like some world champion 14 year old boxer and that's who Michael had sparred with. And I, I think he had lost. But to be able to train at that level. Um, and you sparred with one person other than your trainer, which was also Correct. Was. I was sparring with the trainer, but the trainer's hard because um, they're so technical and they're so correct that um, it's different. And he told me this going into it. He's like, you know, what I, you know I, I'm able to throw punches and stuff like that and, and replicate it. But when you get someone who's like on adrenaline... And just like swinging and just, it's different. So, uh, and then the other sparring match, it's like when you take the pressure away, it's very technical. And the other guy was awesome. But when you don't have that pressure, it's just, it's different. And uh, like after the first session, I would stand up and be like, I don't need to rest. I'm good. All right. Well, 30 seconds left. Oh man, I hope that, but there it's, it's so different. I can't, I can't describe it. But, but yeah, after those first few hits, I knew that it's like, uh, I needed probably a minute or two, and you, that you don't have that luxury. But Michael was great, and then a- afterwards he came to the room, and uh, just wanted to check in, and it was so nice. And it was like, I don't want to say he was like apologetic, but he, but he really was concerned. And as I, I was with him, like I wanted to make, like I felt so bad about hurting him. I didn't want to do that. I mean, he um, said his so, jaw hurt a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. But still, it's like I felt bad either way. Like if if I lose. Uh, I'd feel bad, and if I hurt him, I'd feel bad. So it's like, <laughs> but either way, <laughs> it's a lose lose. But you know, it's a it was a really cool experience. Did you talk yeah. to Michael much before the fight? 
off and on, um, I didn't want to ask him any questions about like his training or anything like that. Mm. So we talked, but not about that. I was asking him like, "Hey, man, you order your mouth guard yet? Hey, oh, what insurance are you? You, you get insurance for like <laughs> stuff like that?" Yeah, Graham's not the only like, guy, the only boxer there that was concerned yeah. with insurance. Oh yeah, I made sure about the insurance. Way. <laughs> I saw you were pretty uh, swagged out at the fight too, man. It looked like uh, you had yeah. some blue shorts a blue little like half robe thing and it all said invest yeah so not only were you looking good you were spreading a good message where'd you get those made yeah it was actually public uh so i reached out to them they came through like fast i was actually pretty surprised but i reached out to them like 10 days before because i was so stressed out and i knew from the beginning I'm like oh i could get a sponsor or something like that and i was so stressed out about i didn't and 10 days before I was like, I have a great relationship with public. I'm like, let me just see if this is something they'd even want to do. And I emailed them, and they got back to me immediately like, yeah, no, we, we would love to. We, we think it's a great cause. But So anyway, so they ended up sponsoring it, and it was such a fast turnaround time. because So they, they said yes, and then like a few days later, they sent out a contract for me to sign. And, uh, and then I signed it, and it took like another few days. So the fight was on the Saturday, and I think we had like a signed contract on Tuesday. So they only had a few oh my days. Wow. Days. Yeah. yeah. And then they, and I was worried. I'm like, the thing is on Saturday. And they said, don't worry about it. The next day they said, okay, we're going to overnight this. Where should we send it? I kid you not. The Everything was signed on Tuesday. By Thursday, everything arrived. Did they, did they buy you the shoes too? Those are pretty cool. Yeah. So it's, and they like went above and beyond, by the way. I was actually really surprised. So they sent two pairs of shoes uh different colors like one was blue and one was red white and blue they sent several pairs of shorts several different options for what? like yeah this several different options for uh like like uh like shirts and stuff like that to wear they sent a whole bunch of towels that said invest public.com a whole bunch of water bottles i mean they went above and beyond i was actually really surprised at both how quick they were how thorough they were and how much they really cared um and yeah, so for that, like, I do actually, like, genuinely want to say thank you to public.com, uh, where, of course, I know I keep plugging in, but, like, you could actually get a free stock worth all the way up to $1,000 if you want to support them. They, they wouldn't, I, I was actually, I didn't, I, I w was worried that they wouldn't be able to get it in time, and I was like, all right, well, you know, at least I tried, but they did, and they were so supportive. So if you guys want to support them, the link's down below. That's such a cool but, thing yeah. for a company to do. Yeah. 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 Public.com slash Graham. <laughs> so walk us through your emotions of that trip to tampa in the beginning all the way through to the end how did you feel throughout terrible this has been the biggest anxiety thing and the closer i got the more anxious i get and it started impacting my work like i really started um the week before was the hardest because i knew like you could count the days and you know like oh a week from today and it got so bad that like anytime macy would bring it up i don't, I don't want to talk about it just like don't mention it yeah you. i'm in the house yeah. more than jack and graham even told me he's like yeah i told macy he's like if you could just not bring it up until we're you know, in Tampa, and I was like, wow. Yeah, I think I even mentioned that to you. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, mm -hmm. even any mention, like, hey, uh, so what are you going to, how long are you in Tampa for? Don't want to talk about it. Like, really, I, because I got, every time I think about it, it was like this mini uh, anxiety attack, and my heart would start racing, and it would take me like a minute or two to calm down. So, and, and it, it's even worse at night when I'm trying to fall asleep, but I think about it, and I'm awake. How was your sleep the night before? Because I'm sure everybody, like not including you, like all the fighters, I'm sure they were really nervous. Did you get 
good, like a normal amount. I of did sleep. actually because I was so ready to get it over with. I was so like, it's weird, but it's like this weird thing where it's like this bell curve where it's like midway through I'm the most nervous, but the closer I get, the less nervous I got because I was so happy to get it over with. And then the day of, I'm like, finally, it's like I could get this done with. I don't have to worry because there's so many things that went through my mind of like, what if I break my nose? What if I could hurt? What if I hurt Michael? Like, I know what could happen. So I let my imagination get the best of me for sure. And then and then it's all the, did I train enough? Did I do enough? How much is he doing? Mm. I psyched myself out. I went on a subreddit. And I like I, then I read what other people said. It was really bad. Yeah. I would have been better off. Well, man, I'm, I know you're not looking through the YouTube videos or no. anything, but uh, I got to say, everybody was really supportive in the comments of the fight for you. Yeah. And, yeah, obviously, yeah. and Michael. But yeah. I, literally, I want to say like 99% all good yeah i read a few comments and i saw like one of the top comments was like it takes a lot of guts to get in the ring with someone as crazy as michael uh, and i don't know michael that much on like a personal level like that but it seems to be that the people who have known him for a long time are like once he once he commits to doing something he like pours himself into it and uh you know i'm for me this this was not something i poured myself into like i definitely gave it as much as I could given every, like I didn't want to f- fall behind on videos or anything like that. So like I gave it as much as I could given my workload, but for someone like Michael, I mean, he'll be as dedicated as he needs to. Mm-hmm. And I, I just couldn't do that. Yeah. Plus, I mean, skill wise, I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know if I had done the same training as Michael, he could just be very Naturally. well better yeah. i yeah. mean so like I, I i don't know i can't discredit him for that because he was really good a lot of people also said the we're telling me the age difference i mean i don't know uh, i think it, it depends on the out. person i think it, it about ba- yeah, yeah that is true uh so what, what so he's got like five six years on me but um younger yeah but i don't know because I think, uh i think training is but, still a huge part but of it. i weighed i think it was six pounds more than him six or seven but so it's like he might uh, be younger, but I also weigh a lo- little more. But the weight isn't necessarily all muscle. I mean, it's certainly there's some some fat in there as well. So that wouldn't help besides just being like a bigger mass. Part of me worries that this first event was so good and just like so authentic. How could you one up it? Because like the next one has to be better. Yeah. And I feel like I don't uh, think it has really? to be better. Really? It was a great event. I had su- I had such a blast the entire time yeah. through. It's awesome. Yeah, and everyone that watched loved it. All of the clips and highlights are like getting They're crazy so views good. on YouTube. Yeah. 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 So I heard so from what I'm told the arena sold out which is 10,000 people. I heard from somebody there that it was the first time the arena had ever been sold out. Wow, wow that would yeah. be really cool if that's the case. Yeah. Um and then I think there's something like 130,000 pay-per-view streams that were confirmed. Um, and there's then, so many last minute paper and then streams. They sold a lot of merch too. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, they raised, I don't know exactly how much was raised for the charities. Um, I probably won't know for a little while, but so walk us yeah. through your injuries. Oh man. Oh man. It sucked. Yeah. Um, well initially it was a bloody nose and, um, it's, it, I didn't bleed that much during but like afterwards when i got back in the locker room that's when just i guess it just started up then mild concussion and some swelling around the face the hardest part for me has been my nose the swelling is going down you can't see it so much inside my nose it's so weird like if if i put my finger right here (laughs) 
it's like it gets cut off because it feels like there's a balloon inside my nose. Wow. So it's like I could barely breathe throughout my nose right now because it's like the inside it's is still always swollen. Yeah. yeah. So like this part is like three times bigger than it should be. It's getting better though. And I looked at it in the mirror and it looks like these two big like bags of blood that are like filled on either no. side. It's weird. But so anyway, it's it's that and then slight neck pain, but that's getting better. And then, oh, the concussion was the worst. That was such a weird feeling that night. There's so much regulation back there. Like, I didn't realize that there had to be a boxing commissioner uh, who physically signs off on every part of the glove process. So, what? like, yeah. So we're back there, and, like, they have to wrap a certain way, and there's somebody there from the boxing commission watching that. Like, so you don't stick anything in your glove Correct. or something? Right. And then after that part's done, they see it, they inspect it. She's there the entire watching. And she just signs it off with a Sharpie. And then they go into the next part. And then they wrap it in this. And she's sitting there watching and signs it off again. And then we put our hands in the in the glove. And then there's like a tape over the glove or something like that. Oh, oh, there's a special tape that they wrap around your fingers. that So you could tell like if it's been tampered. Like, you know, sometimes they'll put them on boxes and like if broken. Yeah. And seal for, mm-hmm. They did that like around the fingers. Then the glove goes on. And then they do the same thing. They wrap it and they sign off on it. So like every step of the way is signed off. So do they check it after? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So after the glove comes off, you lay down and they say there, there's someone there. So they take it very seriously. So they would know. So if you cheated, they're like, okay, let's. Correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then in addition to that, they also do, they take your vitals before and then after just so they could have a baseline of like what you're like before and that you're healthy enough. And then afterwards they had uh, between one and two doctors check you out afterwards to see if you have any, you know, threatening injuries that might require you. Because apparently they say you're covered from this event until you step off the premises. So if you leave and you have an injury uh, and you try to come back, that's not covered. You're only covered while you're in there. So and then, so it's got to be reported while there. you're in the locker room. Yes. Yeah. So and then they say also that if you have an injury and you're not sure, best to wait here and just and if you need our doctors at any point, we're here, which you know is good. They gave me this insurance form that gives me 30 days. They say, if you have any issues, here's an insurance form where you could go to the hospital. It details everything that, that occurred, and this will be covered. Uh, so basically, whatever I would need in the 30 days related to this will be covered. How do you feel now, like the entire sentiment towards the boxing match in general? Good and bad. I've, I've, I've not watched a single... Th- I, I can't bring myself to watch that. Why? Uh, it's really hard. I just can't do it. Because you don't want to watch yourself get punched, or you don't want to feel the sensation that you're feeling during the boxing yeah, match? Yeah, both both um because it was so intense for me that like i i can't watch that again tell them about the the bell oh gosh macy was macy was making a video on this and like i heard it in the back i was like i immediately had to leave because it's like the bell going like ding ding or like whatever it is it brought me back to that moment of like just all the fear and anxiety and it reminds me of like it sounds like PTSD. Just, it, it sounds like, but no, I don't want to like. I think it's called like association or something, something like that. But I don't yeah. want to call it PTSD because I know people have it way worse than than that. Yeah, and I know it's all relative, but uh, but still, it just it takes me back to like that moment and the fear and the anxiety and just I can't watch it. And then I remember from my perspective that night, and if I I just I, I don't want to see it. I don't want to watch it. Could it could just be because it's so fresh. I mean, you know, I'm sure maybe if you give it some time, yeah, you know, I'm maybe sure. eventually you'll be curious to watch it. You'll pull it up. Um, but definitely just take the time that you need. There's yeah. no rush, you know. Yeah, I just, yeah, I can't watch it. Maybe, maybe at some point. What about you, point? Jack? Yeah. How was, uh, 
How's your experience watching the fight as a as a spectator? Sure. What was your favorite fight? Obviously, aside from Graham's. Aside from Graham's, my favorite fight. I thoroughly enjoyed Ian's fight. Like that was just crazy. Uh, and also Alex Ernst and Ryan. That Those was are, the that was the most intense for me. Haley and Minx too. Yeah, that one was was also up there. So all of the fights were great. Uh, my experience with the event was fantastic. I had such a fantastic time. And seeing Graham, like I said, walking out of the, the thing and everyone's like cheering him on and he goes and stands up there and then seeing him land a few punches on Michael. That was so yeah. cool. I knew it was like he was going to get a bunch of texts, but like, yeah. you know, as your friend, like we all had to text you like, hey, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. And that. I was just like, oh, like I was so, like, I felt so proud that like, you know, my friend, my boss, he's like, he's like doing this huge thing. Yeah. I think a big part of it also is like seeing that that's not some, that's something that's very atypical of you. Yeah. You went extremely far out of your comfort zone and that's something I advocate for. And it made me really stoked to see you like do something that's new. Maybe you don't like it. Maybe you do like it, but you used some weird logic like, oh, you're, you're 80 and you're looking back on your life. Would you be upset if you didn't do it? Yes, you would. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, that's true. And that still applies. Yeah. So, so I don't regret it. And you don't regret you know. it at all? You feel really happy about it and everything? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's still like, you know, I am disappointed. I, I felt like I didn't give it as much as I should have. But, uh, you know, and obviously, you go back and you go, oh, I should have done all this stuff different. Do you think you could have recovered and, after um, getting hit in the face like those couple of times? I'd never been hit like that before. So it's like, it, it shocked me. Do you think you like, could have recovered, though? I think I, maybe. But then I went on this risk versus reward of like, if, no, seriously, it's like, like split second. Like, let's just mind. say yeah. I could recover. How hurt do I want to be? Do I want to risk breaking my nose? Michael, I think at that point, proved to be the superior uh, fighter. I think in that moment, between his technique, the hits, the accuracy. And I, I thought, you know, I don't think I could win at that point. So it's like maybe I could have recovered, but also that would mean that I would probably dig a deeper grave for myself. So I don't know. But that, I want to say that second fight, like I don't really remember most of it. Mm-hmm. I think that, that first fu- hit, and I was just yeah, cause everything I, I was I asked Graham yeah. uh, off camera. I was like, Graham, I was like, by the way, like what was going through your head when you were like, like you're like, I'm out, I'm out. I don't know. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I don't. He's like, he's like, I lost. And I was like, he didn't remember. He said, yeah. and you know, I think that was just your instincts. Probably. I have another yeah. question for you. Yeah. Do you think that this boxing match will, uh, will encourage you to take more risks in the future regarding life and just what you want to do? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, certainly now in comparison, nothing else seems like that scary. That's really good. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. So, like anything I go through, like it set the bar so high that mm-hmm. it makes everything else seem like nothing you in think comparison. You're more confident? Uh, that's yet to be seen. I don't know. Maybe. Jack's been sending over some logo ideas, and I think oh. we should we should talk about uh-huh. it here, and we should let our audience help us. What do you guys think? I I would love that. Yeah, you sent over some logo ideas. I was I was asking Alex about this. Um. So I'll tell you my thoughts on this. We've had this picture of me as the, uh, the the logo of the Iced Coffee Hour since the very beginning. Happy two years, by the way. Yep. And two years since we started the Iced Coffee Hour. Yep. Nice. Yeah. So we've had that since the very beginning. At first, it was me with a tattoo that said, like, Iced Coffee Hour over my eye. Um, we changed it to the more professional one. But I think at this point, we want to do a more, like, universal branding. 
And Jack and I took pictures together, and they turned out horrible. Terrible. Yeah, We're not going to use it, that. We've done it twice. Yeah. Oh, I uh, took the pictures, guys. What do you? Well, that was that was what version are you two. To, hey. We also took version one. Oh, the one of you should guys we throw taking any of those photos right now. Yeah, you, <laughs> you should. should. Yeah, yeah. Okay, if I'll you have, have them, to find, I'll yeah. have to find them. It's, it's so really bad. Yeah, it's it looks terrible. like we're. It looks like a couple. We look like a couple. Yeah, we look like a married couple. Yeah, and and they're bad pictures. Yeah, I remember. I put it up as the profile photo for like I think it was for one podcast episode, and it was up for like three hours, and I just get a text from Graham like take it down it's so <laughs> bad like, he's like just switch it back man. this is yeah. really bad oh yeah. so I'll tell you I told Alex my I agree that there should be a universal logo throughout everything mm-hmm. to keep the consistency I guess my biggest concern is um brand like awareness or I, I guess that that's my biggest I, I felt like with because the iced coffee hour doesn't mention anymore like with Graham Stefan or with Graham and Jack and so for branding I was, I feel like my face helps with that since mm-hmm. it's not mentioned anywhere else. Like the H3 podcast, it mentions H3, like the Graham podcast, the H3 podcast, uh, the Full Send podcast, it mentions like Full Send. The Iced Coffee Hour is so obscure that I worry, do people even know I'm associated with it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and will that help gather more views? Because I look at this as like, what is going to reach the biggest audience as fast as possible? And part of me feels like my face helps with that. But I also agree at the same point that there does need to be something universal that looks professional that could be used everywhere. I think it would be good if it could be its own entity a little bit more than like trying to like harp on the success of Grams, which obviously we've totally used and it's been really successful for us. But I also think it would be good because for like our sponsors, for other stuff, it's good to look, have like a professional clean logo and everything. And like you said, for branding too, I think it's, it's probably better. Yeah. I don't, my thing like is yeah. another, like it's like Graham's fifth channel, Graham's sixth channel. Versus I, like the ice I get coffee that. Hour. I get that you know one. I, mean? I get that. I feel that. like the iced coffee hour, if you have its own logo and everything, it would have a different level of importance, which I think would be good for the brand. I also mentioned that we were talking that Graham's also in like a lot of the, the thumbnails anyway. Yeah. That's, yes. That's already so, what people would see. That's what I, that's what yeah. I thought. Um, so I'm open to it. I didn't like the ones. We'll put them up on screen. I didn't like the ICH because that to me, it's just like itch. I see or ick. Yeah. For people who are into aquariums, ick is like a parasite. So I just see ick. Yeah. I think you're also maybe placing a little bit too much significance on the profile photo. Like a lot of people I was looking around have terrible profile photos. And as long as it's like you can see who it is and ideally it looks clean, then I think that's a good thing. And I think having a logo up there would be good. I don't know. That's I just think it would be fun if we make a poll. We could yeah. put it in the description and uh, we just let people see what they like. I would like that. You know what I like with Nelks is it's just like the Full Send podcast black background. I think it would look cool just like a black background iced coffee hour. And that's Too it. big. Too big? Really? When I was doing uh, iced coffee hour clips yeah. back when I first started, I was trying to... I, I didn't want to use your face because I wanted people to be able to differentiate between the clips channel and the Ice Coffee Hour channel. And I think I went with ICH, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Isn't it just like a, like yep. it looks like a coffee or something? Yeah, ICH. ICH clips. And because it looks so tiny, you're like, yeah. But you know what would be fun that we could do is maybe offer like a certain amount. People could submit their own ideas. So here's what I'm thinking I think $250 and a FaceTime call with all three of us. Yep, so like you could that. ask us whatever you want, or we could talk or network or whatever. And maybe it'll lead to other opportunities in the future. Limited I don't know. to two hours max. 
the the FaceTime call. Yeah. But yeah, just send over your designs and uh, we'll take when when should be the deadline? Seven days from now? Uh, a week from yeah, a week from when this is posted. Sure. So whenever this video is up, seven days. After seven days, I'm gonna look at them all. So after seven days, don't send anymore because I'm not yeah. looking. And again, it should not say ICH. It looks like ick. Oh, one more thing I want to talk about. The market. Oh Everyone, my gosh. Everybody was so happy that you sold Robinhood and the next day it was up 30%. You sold. And then hours later, <laughs> then Sam Bankman Fried. Sam Bankman Fried in the Yeah. Decides to take a stake in Robinhood. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How does that Jack. make you feel, man? Look, man. <laughs> Have I not been telling you this for months? I I know it's hard to to reorient your brain, especially after that. I'm not a superstitious man. I don't think because I bought Robin Hood it tanked. And I don't think that it went up because I sold. I think that it's just completely... Coincidence? Just coincidence. <laughs> All but of it. The most coincidental thing that could have ever happened. The fact that we make an episode, we post it, and one, we post it at 1 p.m., 110 is the first like, green candle. It goes up like 11%. Yeah. Could you do us all a favor? If you buy sell back everything, in, what are you, you saying? If you buy, can you just tell me so I could sell? Give us a 24-hour notice. I... It's you need honestly, disclosures like like this like the Senate like twenty four hours later you have to disclose your whole thing. That's funny. It, it honestly blows my mind that that actually happened. I still like I don't even want to think about it because it just it's too much for my little brain to process the fact that that actually happened. I sold and then it just. But it is true. The moment you bought, it dipped. Yeah, it did. <laughs> so work both ways. Right, so yeah. how about we? What if we put it to the test? Jack, just buy like no, no, hundred dollars. No. I'm done individual oh, stocks. I'm done. How about this? Wait, are you? Do no, you, but if we, but because I would tell like you to buy something that maybe just as a test. Puts on that you're no, but selling. maybe just as like a test. But then I think we're gonna jinx it if you do something purposely. It's not gonna work. It's, it's just never what you want. <laughs> it's only when you seriously make an invest. But it's but, when it's actually like but a, what are you buying right now? Sizable Jack? chunk of change. What am I buying right yeah. now? Well, he said just, he's done with I individual know. stocks. BUG, you know, indexes and stuff like that. Oh, wow, they're doomed next. That's what I'm about <laughs> to say. I'm, I'm really always, worried. but I, it's not like I'm just now buying it. I've held on. Are to you it. actually done with individual stocks? Pretty much, yeah. Wow. Yeah. But so you, buying, you got burned. Yeah. You learned, or yeah. burned? You learned. Really? Yeah. So mm, I'm not like I'm. I don't think it's a terrible idea, and it's like sure if there are companies. I still have Apple. Right, like oh, I yeah. think Apple's a great company. I have Intel. I've held. I've held on to Intel for a super long time. I have some like select companies that I've held on for a while, but I'm not going out buying like the more speculative plays, the fintech companies with these crazy valuations. Yeah. I'm just yeah, very small percent of my portfolio yeah. is individual stocks. Yep. When did you start buying index funds? Uh, I bought my first index fund probably not first but like seriously buying index funds yeah okay so i put a thousand dollars in spy i think or xlf or something like that some like group right where mm -hmm. they gather all the stocks together uh and that was probably back in like 2015 okay yeah. what about uh did you buy in november of 2021 probably yeah yeah makes sense that's makes it. sense that's it yeah, yeah. Anyway, see now I'm worried that like you're buying index funds, and like that's the start of the recession. <laughs> it's the start of the re yeah, that's the start. I wonder what happens when I short a stock or if I buy a put on the stock. You know, is the same thing. Let's not happen? find out. That, no, I think that would be that would be. But good, the thing right? is, if you're doing it as an experiment, it's not going to work. Like, yeah, Jack has to be committed. To yeah, it's got to be like a serious really chunk of change for him. Yeah, yeah. It has to really believe. If Jack believes it, 
That's what we need. Yeah. Just let us know before you okay. do anything. Deal. <laughs> All right. So with that said, you guys, thank you so much for watching. Uh, again, you could send Alex your submissions for the uh, Iced Coffee Hour logos. Also, big thank you uh, to all of you guys who subscribe at the notification bell who've watched the Creator Clash fight. Really appreciate it. And uh, anything else, guys? You got to thank the people that made the drive just to see you. Oh, that's true. Because there yeah. were a few fans oh. that were like, I only came here. To see Graham. And you know what else? You know what we have to talk about, too. Yeah, you know. Okay, go ahead. We met. Last note. Yeah. For the first time, DGB Antho. You got to put a picture. Yeah, yeah. I'll put a picture here. Uh, He has been the guy from the very beginning who's been, like, helping us with title thumbnails, with rankings. We've mentioned him multiple times here on the podcast. You go to his channel, and he's clipped out the the parts where we've talked uh, about (laughs) him. And uh, I have to say, so nice so smart really appreciated that and it's good to like finally meet some the of the people the yeah, yeah when you talk online for such a long time it's uh it's cool to like finally meet the person behind the comment um so i that really means a lot so mm-hmm. and for everyone who made the drive out or who watched it like that seriously means a lot so and i wish i could just meet everybody uh maybe we coordinate something like that at some point but uh really means a lot we do another meet and greet like dave ramsey just walk up on stage picture leave (laughs) (laughs) anyway guys thank you i really appreciate it and subscribe until next time great all right good